1: West Coast have had more than their share of dark moments this year, but few darker than the 122-point loss to Adelaide in Adelaide on Saturday. Fremantle made their job of getting back-to-back final series a lot tougher by not getting the job done against Richmond in the wet in Perth. Thanks again to Izuzu Four points on footy to four-wheel drive you to work about the two WA teams at the weekend. Point one. Adam Simpson had a losing hand when his team ran onto the field on Saturday. If he'd played Elliot Yo in the midfield, he would have been left with a waffle level back line. And when he started Yo back and his midfield got caned, it didn't matter where Yo was. The four opponents Taylor Walker had before halftime said it all. Rhett Bazo was the first. He's 19 years old. Yo went to him. Yo was conceding 10 kilograms and several centimetres. Alex Witherden was the third. He was conceding seven centimetres and 15 kilograms. And Oscar Allen was the fourth. He's perfectly equipped to play on Taylor Walker. He's also West Coast's best single hope of kicking anything resembling a competitive score. And Simo had to shift him down the other end. The question that arises is can the Eagles just continue on this path if these blowouts continue? It's not about blame it has to become about the best way forward. And that means the question the Eagles have to ask themselves is who is the best person to develop the club's young players? If that is still Adam Simpson, well and good. They stay with him. If it isn't, and they know that when they ask themselves the question, then they know what has to happen. Point two, if there is a lesson to be learned at what can happen if you stay with youngsters and put faith in them, it is Bailey Williams. 20 disposals, 35 hit-outs, half a dozen clearances. He was his team's best player on the weekend. It was further evidence of his rapid progression as the club's most improved player. First game Ryan Merrick showed a bit too, as did young defender Brady Hoff and Reuben jinby has been showing plenty all year. Make it about these blokes, West Coast, and measure yourselves on how much better they get. Point three, turning to Fremantle, Jai Amos played in a losing team at the weekend, but what the 19-year-old is doing in attack for Fremantle this year is nothing short of remarkable. His four goals against the Tigers came in the wet against Dylan Grimes, who is a top-class defender. Amos now has 23 goals from 11 games this season. He has 15 goals from his last five games, Playing as Fremantle's primary target in attack as a teenager. Should absolutely be one of the favourites, if not the favourite, for the Rising Star Award right now. And point four, finally, the run home. Of course, Paul Hazelby's one half of that with Marto, Hayes and Marto, 3 pm every Wednesday, every weekday um, on SEN. Hayes and I have both wondered out loud in the past week or so how much Frio should invest in their ruck stocks and whether Sean Darcy was tradable. A lot will depend on the evolution of this team over the back half of the season, but one thing I would say is that I'm not sure that Frio loses that game if Darcy plays. Toby Nancurvis used his bigger frame to make Luke Jackson jump around him at stoppages on Saturday, and it took the Dockers a long time to get on even terms in and around the contest. When they finally got a handle on what was required with Jackson's improvement in the game, it must be said he did get better. They were coming from too far back with too much work to do. Darcy is still one of their, if not their most important player, in my view. After the break, we'll come back and we'll talk to WFC CEO Michael Roberts about the briefing given to Waffle Clubs and the two AFL clubs about the financial state of WA football. This is Mornings with Mark Duffield on SENWA. If you want to have your say, the Temper at Bedshed text line is open for you, 0487 736 736, or you can call us on the open line 13 12 55. Back with Michael Roberts after the break.